0: We're one week out from the start of the 2020-21 basketball season here at Kennesaw State. And today on Inside the Nest, we speak with head coach Amir Abdurrahim for men's basketball and interim head coach Khadija Head for women's basketball. Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a fifth third better. Visit 5.3.com for more information. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander. It was fun to sit down with each of these head coaches, and you can hear the excitement in their voices and the anticipation of the season opener. It's a doubleheader, November 25th. The men play Carver, the women play Presbyterian. In the meantime, if you haven't already, look at ticket options, ksualscom tickets. It's announced that it's going to be limited, 200 tickets available to the public. They're going to be hard to come by, so again, ksuals.com slash tickets. Let's get to it. Inside the Nest, we're one week out, and we'll get the thoughts from head coach, Abir Abdurrahim. Coach, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. We sit at the time of this publication. We're going to be seven days away from tipping off. Now as we approach the beginning of the season, what has changed as far as uh, the outside the practice court for this team? How often is testing going? Is there anything changed as far as uh, uh, how much we're meeting in person or anything on the likes to make sure that you know, if, if anything pops up that we're going to be okay or the best that we can be?
1: Yeah, you know, so things that have, have started to change, obviously, you know, with the help of uh, Mike Young, our athletic trainer, uh, we've been able to practice pretty consistently. I should say with the help of Mike Young and the and the discipline of our guys, we've been able to uh, practice pretty consistently um, without any stoppage. And I'll, I'll knock on wood and, you know, just hopefully, you know, nothing pops up between now and then. But uh I guess the testing has now changed, you know, because because we're a week out uh, before we were testing once a week. um, Now we'll be testing three times a week. And so that part of it is different. Um, Obviously, uh, now gearing up for games, um, we you know, we've kind of been meeting in person pretty regularly, Um, obviously, you know, still trying to social distance. um, But at the same time, you don't have to do it as much because we're all testing. Um, And so we have the results and kind of know where, you know, each other has been. Uh, But the thing we do do, I think we do a great job of not only the staff, but the kids as well, is uh, they wear their mask, you know, pretty much everywhere they go. Uh, We haven't had to practice in them, which is a good thing. But, you know, anytime we're in the film room or uh, in offices, you know, we're normally, you know, in our mask.
0: How about for you and your staff? And again, since we, we've been going at this for quite a while, roles on the team are those starting to become more clear to you and your staff of where these pieces are going to fit on the roster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, I, and and we're you know you have some staffs who they they kind of, they may define roles and tell guys, um, you know who they you know who they are and you know what we need them to be. I think when you have your best teams, you know your your best players. Uh, they kind of rise to the top and those those roles kind of naturally uh, start to form. So we we have a good feel for where we are. Um, we have a good feel for where we need to continue to improve. Uh, and so now what we're trying to do as a staff is just kind of um, clear, clear those roles up for guys just a little bit and telling them, hey, you know, this is where we want you to be, you know, aggressive or this is where we need you to be at your best or, um, this is where we need you to improve, you know, so that part of it, when you have when you have your best players kind of rise to the top again, um, it, it, it really makes it easier on on the coaches because you don't have to say, all right, you're a score, you're a scorer, you're not, you know, because sometimes those things you have to say that to guys, um, it, it, it can shake their confidence. But when you have your best players kind of rise to the top being your hardest workers, your most consistent guys. Uh, in practice on both ends of the court then it really just works itself out so we've been fortunate in that area
0: who are some of the guys that have been the most consistent the hardest working on both ends of the floor
1: and this is again I'm uh, it's gonna sound kind of crazy we have I mentioned this before we have a really good group um and I, I couldn't tell you um I couldn't single out one guy and say, well, this guy isn't as consistent, right? Because they all are pretty consistent with their effort. But, you know, a guy like Spencer Rogers, you know, is he's a common effect for us. You know, he's um, hands down, you know, our, our first or second hardest worker as far as when he comes into practice doing exactly what we ask. But then after practice or before practice, getting his extra work in, you uh, Chris Youngblood is right there with him. They, they, they're they're running mates. But then you have guys like Armani Harris and, and Alex Peterson uh, who, when they step between the lines, I mean, it is full goal. They're, they are tilted and, and ready to rock and roll, and they're by far our hardest to playing uh, guys that play with great max effort. And so they've been great. But, you know, Terrell Burton's been very good, um, coming back off of his injury um Jamie Lewis has been very consistent for us um and then our freshmen you know like they're they're, they're still freshmen if that makes sense they've uh <laughs> man they they make freshman mistakes uh, but they're really they're really competitive they're really hard on themselves right to and again this is another cool part to where I can go to them and say hey look am I frustrated with what you're doing and they're like no well, then you don't need to be frustrated. Take it one, one play at a time, one shot at a time. Don't don't hang your hat or, or you know, or live and die by every shot. Just continue to give great effort. And, you know, from there, uh, they'll continue to improve. But, I mean, all of them have been pretty good. We've had, you know, we've been going almost a month or a month and some change now. Technically, you know, we've had 20, 24 practices. Yeah, 24 practices. And out of those 24, we may have had two days where we weren't as good as we can be. And normally, you know, it's that, that's not that's not normal, you know, uh, to be honest. So we're just looking to build on it and, and continue to get better. Quick follow-up to that. What would you ballpark normal being
0: out of, out of let's say, 24?
1: Out of 24, you know, especially like for us, like we've had to practice, you know, we practice every every Monday morning somewhere between 6, 30, and 7. What a
0: way to start a week.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and anytime you're 18 to 22 years old, you know, chances are you're probably going to bed somewhere around midnight, you know, uh, or a little bit later. And so the fact that we've only had two, you know, with a young team. Right. And that's why I guess when I say normal with a young team, um, you probably have if we practice five days a week you probably have two days a week where you're not as good as you can be. Whereas, you know, we've done a good job of, you know, maybe having one, you know, per week to where we have to, like, and I say us as coaches, we have to bring the energy. Um, we have to drive the practice. Um, our kids are are, are really good from a standpoint of wanting to push each other and accept, you know, um, accountability from their teammates. And so, normal like i said if i we had 24 normal you're probably somewhere you'd like man you know we probably had seven six or seven practices that we you know where we hadn't been at our best and i only have two we've been able to get better um because of that
0: got a big scrimmage coming up this week and i think some from that the light department will be anxious to get out there and watch the owls go at it on the court one how is that being structured is it structured like a normal game and two what do you want to see out of your team in that scrimmage
1: so um it's going to be structured like a normal game now we'll you know we'll we'll play two 20 minute halves uh but then we'll probably do you know either a 10 minute segment at the end where it's all zone or a 10 minute segment where it's uh like special situations you know being up 3 Or and what we want to do defensively and execute defensively, or if we're down three, what we want to run and execute offensively. Um, So we'll we'll you know play somewhere between forty and fifty minutes uh, of of real game time, and then what we're trying to see more importantly than anything is we're just trying to see um, what guys fit together best, meaning who can. play the type of defense, communicate the right way uh, to help us be a great team, you know, have great team defense. Um, and then offensively, we're trying to see who's sharing the ball. Uh, we we sh- we told them or showed them some stats from, um, I want to say it was 2006, 2007 Florida Gators um, when they won back-to-back national championships. I could be off on those years, but, you know, they had, I think it was like six or seven guys averaged somewhere between nine and 13 points or nine and 14 points. I think the leading scorer may average 14 or 15 a game. And trying to get them to buy in to the fact that we have a a, a good group of talented players who can score. And if we can find um, the value in having, you know, five, six or seven guys averaging somewhere between, you know, nine and 13 to 14 points a game. How, how how good that makes us, how balanced it makes us, how uh, who we're playing, they can't um, they can't key in on just one guy. Uh, and then what you'll and then our thing is in telling them and, and then what you'll see is, you know, on any given night, you know, we may have three or four guys that can get you somewhere between 17 and 20 points a game. And so there's always a a, a guy that stands out, and that's what you want if you have a balanced team. So um, those are the things we're looking for, just guys to continue to play hard, share the ball, um, and then be be really good because you know, that's where we're going to hang our hat.
0: Coach, thanks for the time. Looking forward to watching you and the team on the practice floor this week and being out there against Carver for the season opener Wednesday, November 25th at 1 o'clock. Thanks, Coach.
1: Thanks for having me, No
0: We'd like to take this time to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU athletics events. Coca-Cola tastes the feeling. Inside the S would also like to thank our healthcare partner, Wellstar Health System. At Wellstar, their mission is to enhance the health and well-being of every person they serve. Their vision is to deliver world-class healthcare to every person, every time. We appreciate the time from Coach Amir getting ready for the season opener next Wednesday, the 25th, against Carver. Now let's transition to the women's program, as I stated earlier, led by interim head coach Khadijah Head. As Coach Head moves ahead with this roster that's got familiar returning names, Johnson and Hoover headlining it, and then some newcomers as well. One thing, though, seems to be consistent, and that's this team is trending upward. It's Inside the Nest with Khadijah Head. Coach, at the time of this recording, we're nine days from tip-off. When this podcast comes out, we're seven days away. How is this team trending leading up to its season opener, November 25th at home against Presbyterian?
2: We're in an uptrend. We kind of look like Tesla's uh, stock chart, uh, speeding up quickly. Uh, We have to recalculate every now and then, but we're in an upward trend so far. It's very exciting.
0: What have you noticed out of your team over the past Uh, I'll say the past handful of practices compared to when we first started organized practices this year?
2: Uh, The retention level is much higher. We have a basketball team full of basketball players that study the game of basketball. So it is one thing to have a talented team that doesn't really quite understand how to leverage their talent to their advantage at a certain clip. So I think our team does a great job of understanding the pay, when the pace should be intense versus when the pace should be calm. And it's very surprising uh, being that we have so many new players and so many new identities on, on this year's team.
0: When should the pace be intense and when should it be calm?
2: I think when we are running up and down in the full court, so when we are able to convert defensive stops into offensive transition plays, that's when we want to make sure the, the tempo is high. Uh, get our opponent at a disadvantage where we're using the momentum to our favor. So it's kind of like when a rocket is about to la- launch into space. When you're trying to break... Uh, The force of gravity. You really want to use your thrusters to break through the Earth's atmosphere. And then once you get into orbit, you know, your rocket launchers fall off and then you just allow uh, the gravitational pull of space to kind of lead you in a direction and a pace that you need. And that's kind of how our team is. When we can go, when we can convert a defensive stop into an offensive transition, Mm -hmm. uh, we need to use that momentum to our favor at a point in the game where maybe we're coming off a dead ball situation or out of a timeout, or maybe there was a tussle uh, for a loose ball on the floor, so we're coming out with a jump ball situation, and it is a a crucial time and score opportunity where we understand that this is a pivot point
1: Hmm. in
2: the game. It's not so much of uh, being quick. It's more focused on execution within that particular half-court set.
0: So within the first two minutes of this, you've already dropped a Tesla and a Rocket reference. Are you a big Elon Musk fan over there or something?
2: I am a big Elon Musk fan, but uh, I like to translate beyond the game. I think as athletes and coaches, we limit ourselves to the athletic silo uh, too much. And so anytime I can use real world references with our players, I want to use that with them because of the players we have on our roster, everyone will be a professional. Everyone won't be a professional athlete, but every single one of our players will eventually become a business professional. And I don't want to wait for them to enter corporate America for them to learn this new language. Mm -hmm. I want to integrate it while they're here at Kennesaw state.
0: Well, coach, one thing that's very real is as we move forward to the regular season, still dealing with COVID-19 what has changed uh, as far as the team goes for the amount of testing that's taken place and any other protocols that have changed as we get ready for the start of the season that if something does happen, we're in the best position we could be?
2: Um, I think Kennesaw State as a university, as an athletic par- department, and our sports medicine department in particular, they have done a fantastic job of Uh, making this environment that we're operating in seamless. Uh, They've done a great job of building a culture of education. So our kids are well aware of the do's and the don'ts and how to maintain a safe environment. And uh, Faith uh, Starkman, I I was going to reference her her former last name, Uh, Faith has done a fantastic job of making sure our surroundings are always safe, uh, making sure we are well aware of our testing schedule and the team in particular is doing a great job of adapting to our 6 a.m. COVID testing and transitioning to a 6 30 a.m. practice. So I think it's a great team uh, effort by all individuals involved.
0: What do y'all feel like after that 6 a.m. testing 6 30 practice?
2: (laughs) Well we are early bird team our Our players, since I've been here at Kennesaw State, we practice in the morning. And so from that 8 a.m. to 12 a.m. block, our players are up. And in the past, we've had uh, players that want to go on to become teachers. And as you know, in order to be a teacher, you must be able to go into a elementary school when school Mm -hmm. is in session. And so many of the semesters we practice from 6 to 8 a.m. in the morning because one non-negotiable with our program is we will not force a young lady to change her degree so it suits our basketball schedule as a program we're willing to adjust our basketball schedule to ensure that whatever our players want to pursue academically they can meet those in-person class requirements
0: well as we get ready for this opener against presbyterian uh, have we moved into film review of the Bluehost and scouting reports, or are we still kind of focusing on us and, and we'll get there later in the week?
2: Uh, Coach Chanel uh, has that scout and I won't give any tips or tricks or, or leak assignments. But what I will say is as a program, we have introduced evaluating film very early and we started with self-evaluation again, because we have so many new individuals within this program, we've been filming practice and we give film homework assignments where we put them in different partner pairs. So they have to evaluate themselves and then they have to evaluate a teammate. They have to evaluate a particular section in practice. And we've Mm. taken it to the point where they have to evaluate the goal team, for instance, because we want to make sure when we step into the realm of playing and understanding our opponent is something that we're very familiar with when it comes to the language and watching as opposed to only uh, looking at what the coaches are presenting so the players are doing a great job of taking every assignment that we've given them both on the court and off the court and translating that very well
0: coach last question for you thanksgiving is next thursday what are your thanksgiving Mm -hmm. plans this year
2: my Thanksgiving plans are going to be a little bit different. So um, with my parents, uh, we are very conscious of COVID-19. So I have not hugged my mom and dad since March, and I have not been inside of their home since March. So I think we're going to have a Thanksgiving in the garage. Uh, this year, we'll do a lot of social distancing um, outside. Me and my brother, we're going to order some heat lamps. So it's just the, the setting's going to be a little bit different, but the thanks and the Thanksgiving will always be the same.
0: Fantastic. Coach, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest, and we look forward to seeing you all with a season opener next Wednesday at home against Presbyterian.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Inside the Nest has been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a fifth third better. Visit 5.3.com for more information. Thanks to Coach Rahim and Coach Head for joining us on Inside the Nest. I'm Nolan Alexander. Look forward to seeing you at the Convo next Wednesday or tuning in on our ESPN Plus broadcasts. Until next time, go Owls.